Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm so glad you're here with us on The Clark Howard Show, where it's about your empowerment with knowledge so you can keep more of what you make. You can follow me at facebook.com slash Clark Howard. Coming up in just a few minutes in today's Clark Rageous Moment, an old credit card billing scam is back. I need to tell you what you need to know because people are stealing money potentially right under your nose. And coming up later, your car being connected all the time? Well, let me tell you what you need to know your automaker may be up to or will be in the future. So I want to talk about being an entrepreneur. A lot of reports lamenting that the number of Americans getting out and starting their own businesses is not cycling up like expected as the economy has grown. And one reason is the level of overhead that's involved in starting your own business. But I want to give an example of something that is working for people that is something that grew out of the food truck business last decade. You know, the food trucks, when we were following the banking scandals, where we ended up in that deep, deep, great recession, a lot of people were involuntary entrepreneurs, and that's where the food truck thing came alive. So people who could not afford to go rent a space, put all the tables in, and do everything involved with opening their own restaurant, either freestanding in a shopping center, adapted to the food trucks. And the food trucks, although they're not as big a deal as they were a decade ago, that one seems to have stuck. And there's a lot of food trucks still out there all over the country. And out of that has grown a lot of other businesses that have been able to make it work. For example, mobile uh, grooming services for dogs, where they come with a big truck, often a, um, a used delivery truck like a UPS package car or FedEx delivery truck because, you know, their boxes on wheels, they work really well for being able to set up a, a mobile grooming business where somebody comes to your house and grooms your dog. It's just one example. Another is happening around the country, and that is in conjunction with big corporate customers where a mobile haircutting or um, hairstyling truck comes to a business every week or every other week or whatever. They're very inexpensive for people to set up. Usually they buy a used box truck of some kind and or delivery truck. They buy a used one and fix it up inside for whatever kind of business they're doing. And it's a much, much, much cheaper way to get into your own business. It's also a way at much lower cost 
to test the waters and see if you being an entrepreneur is really the right thing for you to do. And so if you don't try to go out and do everything brand new and all that, you can set up one of these mobile businesses really, really inexpensively as a way for you to take a skill or experience you have and lay out your own business with your own mobile shingle. Think of that. Laura is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Laura. Hi, Clark. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you, Laura. You have something going on at your credit union that is frustrating you. A little bit. A little bit. What are they doing to you? You own the place. So since you own the place, I'd have to say, what are you doing to frustrate yourself at your own credit union? (laughs) Well, I've been a credit union member for a long time, and I've always used an ATM card because that's what Clark said to do. This month, my credit union notified me that they're converting their ATM cards to chip-enabled debit cards. And they're not going to offer credit or ATM cards anymore. So it'll have a Visa or MasterCard logo on it. Correct. Okay. So I'm wondering, do I try to find a credit union that still offers an ATM card, or are they simply becoming obsolete? The traditional ATM card is becoming obsolete. And almost without exception now, you're going to find that I have lost this battle and that the banks and credit unions are all going to debit cards that have the Visa MasterCard logo on them. But at most credit unions, I don't know about banks, but at most credit unions, you can have them set what's known as a POS spending limit of zero. So even though it has the Visa or MasterCard logo on it, you won't be able to use it. POS stands for point of sale. Not some slang you may have heard people use for that. (laughs) And so that is when you're using uh, what I call a piece of trash, fake Visa or fake MasterCard, if somebody stole it and tried to use it at a retailer or a restaurant, they couldn't because you would have set up with a credit union that no money can be spent in that way. So there's, there's two spending limits on a debit card. One is for ATMs. And the other is for point of sale. So if you leave in place a limit that you want for withdrawing money from an ATM, but have a $0 limit on purchases, then the new card is as safe as your old one. Okay, that makes sense. Now, when you talk to somebody in a branch, they may not even be familiar with being able to set a POS limit at zero. And because they might think you're cussing at them, say, point of sale limit of zero. Well, we'll have to see how far that goes down the path. (laughs) Well, I mean, you should be fine uh, because it it is common. Banks don't want to provide you a POS limit of zero because they want you using the card at retailers and restaurants because they make such massive fees when you do. But credit unions, again, owned by their members are there to listen to their members and provide the services that members want. And so by by doing the the point of sale at zero, it makes it the equivalent of what you already have had. 
Okay. Does that make you then feel I'll better? Follow up with them. So, Laura, one little um, odd thing: Do you know that ATMs are shutting down all over the country? I did not know that. Because people don't get cash like they used to. As people are using plastic or using their phones for most, if not all, of their purchases, depending on the individual. The demand on getting cash out of an ATM has collapsed, and you're actually going to see ATMs become less convenient. So, well, and I use my ATM card for store purchases because I could always input my code. All right, so for you, you can't do what I talked about. If you like to use it, um, what happens is if your card fell in the wrong hands, Somebody would be able to clear it, you know, when they ask you credit or debit, they'd be able to clear it as credit and no pen would be required. So you do face an enhanced risk now using that card that has the Visa MasterCard logo. You know what I would like you to consider doing? Set up a separate account at your credit union that you keep a small amount of money in and that's what you use with that card that would be tied into purchases. I think that's a good idea, and I can definitely do that. And that would keep you safe. That would provide the protection you're looking for because the money that would be at risk would only be walking around money, not your main money that you need to pay your big bills each month. Wing C is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, how are you doing? Uh, doing well. Thank you, Clark. Thank you for taking my call. Certainly. And you're looking for uh, trying to get a better deal on your car insurance. Is that right? I, I am. Um, I'm shopping around for the first time ever. I've been with one company for 24 years. So I thought it was about time since you talked so much about auto You insurance. are one loyal person, aren't you? I, I am. Wow. I don't know that I'm being rewarded financially for that. but Well, you know, um, that depends on the insurer. Some insurers, you may have heard me explain, use a loyalty index scoring system and Mm -hmm. if you come up with a high loyalty index score they raise your premiums because they know you're less likely to leave even if they raise prices on you if you have a low loyalty index score then they're more likely to not raise your premiums okay if you've been with one 24 (laughs) years you probably have a high loyalty index score overall. You're probably <laughs> someone who tends to be very loyal to individuals and organizations. Right. And um, so I, I have looked around and I've found a couple of quotes. Um, they're actually a lot less expensive, at least $1,000 less per year than my current plan. Wow. Yeah, that does include home. Um, and the policies that I'm looking at, they seem similar in coverage and in price to each other, but one of them says that they'll use an agreed value for our vehicles in case of total loss. And that's the first time I've heard of it. The broker that's um, giving us the quote said it would be a good choice since our cars have a little bit more mileage on them. Uh, One of them has about 12,000 miles a year and the other one 19,000 miles a year. And, you know, most of the things are equal. This is the main difference. So I wanted to get your thoughts on it, whether It definitely was a strong perk and something I should really consider going with. Well, the big thing at time of a claim is really the culture of the insurer you're with more than the wording in a contract. And, you know, the adjuster who is adjusting your claim 
has, uh, depending on the insurer, a culture of that insurer that tries to pay you as little money as possible on a totaled vehicle versus mm-hmm. one that really works to be as fair as possible to you. In this case, they're saying that they're not going to impose a number on you. It's going to be a one you uh, mutually agree to. Yes, and he gave me the agreed values for our vehicles that would be you know, effective for the policy. And he said it can change, but then again, we would know that it would change when we do renewal. Um, and I just haven't heard of it. I, yeah, I I've, not, I've not heard of that exact wording either. Okay. But if you're going to save $1,000 a year... The question I would have, how many accidents have you had in the last 10 years? Zero. Okay. So you're, you're a driver who is someone who avoids entanglements, typically. So saving the 1000 a year would be a really great idea, wouldn't it? Yes, definitely. And no matter what, I'm telling you, no matter what the wording is in the contract, what will matter is how they actually behave. Okay. If you're in an accident, if they do misbehave, you call me and we'll talk through how to get them to behave. Okay. But I want you to have another 10 years accident-free. Right. Thank you. And I'll tell you that part of my holdup is the two quotes I have, one that's using typical actual cash value is a company that you've named over and over again on your show and praised. Um, And it's the other one, which I'm not as familiar with, that's offering agreed value. So I was trying to understand how much of perk that is to, to you know kind of weigh the decision there well if you got a really solid quote from um from a really great company one that has phenomenal customer service and great claims history and it is a great quote and still is going to save you a lot of money i would go with a company that has proven over the years to have a great reputation right i hear you you're saying the culture is important i i am so into that that uh, that it doesn't matter what people say, it's what they do. And in insurance in particular, there are certain companies that year after year have proven to be the best, and that's why if they're offering a good deal too, that's quite a win for you. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Today's Clark Rageous Moment is a special, special warning for your wallet. Please follow this advice you're about to hear from me. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. Kim Commando reports that a scam that was really big back in 2012-2013 is back again with us. And I want to make sure that you pay close attention to this. Scamsters are putting through small charges on huge numbers of people's credit card statements and doing so knowing that most people only take a cursory glance at their monthly credit card bill and never notice a phony charge. Now, back in 2012, 
there was a co-conspiracy of a bank and a scamster and over two million people were being billed for phony charges in amounts that were less than ten dollars a tiny fraction of one percent of people ever noticed that phony charges were being posted to their cards month after month after month so what's old is new again and you need to know that criminals are taking advantage of us not really looking at our bills and especially with people so many people getting e-bills it's harder for you to look through those monthly statements with an e-bill versus a paper bill i encourage you to go through your bill if it's a paper form just take the time look through each line item anything you don't recognize put a mark by it and then see if you can figure out if it is a legit charge or not if it's not you need to dispute it with your credit card company and you may be embarrassed to find out later that a crook has been charging you $7.99, $9.49, whatever, every month for years and you never noticed. With an online statement, it's harder, but go through your statements line item by line item, something just as I said with printed form. If it doesn't seem right, write something down, check it out because it's your money that you worked hard for. Somebody may be stealing from you. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos, but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations, so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to keep more of what you make. Do you know that your car may be spying on you and providing information to marketeers? I'll tell you how I discovered this. I had a car many years ago that had a primitive technology that connected the car to the manufacturer and I would have things pop up on the navigation in the car that would be a logo for a gas station logo for a restaurant as I would be driving along and it would pop up and it would cover up the screen and say get your pizza now two dollars off whatever and so these offers would be coming to me and the car manufacturer was making money running these ads where based on time of day and where I was driving and what I had had been interested in before would end up throwing this information at me. Uh, Be aware and be prepared that car makers are collecting data on you right now. According to Bloomberg, 13 different automakers are collecting data on you right now and generally not disclosing to you how they're using that information, scoring money from it, selling your information to whoever they want, and then in turn maybe offering you, like I was getting, 
deals based on geography patterns of prior use and time of day. Now, you may say, I don't care if the automaker's doing that. But think about this. The automakers often charge you thousands of dollars extra when you buy your car for the stuff that's in the dash and always connected stuff, maybe with a monthly fee or annual fee. And then they're taking your information, packaging it and selling it. At least Google gives us all this stuff for free that they then uh, collect on us and data mine and make different offers available to us. But the automakers are collecting the information after they've charged us for the privilege of letting them collect the information and then breaching our privacy in that way. I just want you to know, but the most important thing I want you to know, the average vehicle is kept is of no i'm sorry let me start that again the average vehicle age in the u.s is over 12 years technology moves at such a rapid pace that i don't want you to pay automakers for their in-car connected things you're much better off with apple's system or google system that you can use in a car then you are whatever the automakers are trying to sell you. You pay a lot of extra money for those things the automakers sell you, and they become obsolete right after you drive off the dealer lot. Wyatt is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Wyatt. Hey, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Wyatt. You have a question for me about Chromebooks. I I do, and before I I ask you the question, I want to tell you thank you for all the information that you've been providing on credit freezes. Oh, I'm glad Um, I've been able to help. You you have been tremendous. You're you're providing just so much information, and I just wanted to tell you thank you for that because we have had four or five applications for credit cards that have shown up, and they were denied because we had a credit freeze, which we followed your instructions on. And I, I'm, I just want to thank you for that, because that helped us a great deal. I am so glad, because as you know, that could have been a horrible hassle for you if you hadn't had credit freeze in place. If somebody had opened up all those accounts, had charged them up, you would have a new part-time job cleaning that up. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <clears throat> My question is, I I like your idea of sandboxing, and so I actually went online and purchased one of the Chromebook that was on on one of your deals, and I've begun setting it up. But the question that I wanted to know is, should we add extra antivirus software, and should we store our, our password software, like I have one password on the Chromebook, and should we use the Chromebook to access our online credit card sites? Okay, lots of great questions. So first of all, with a Chromebook, you don't put antivirus on it. Google does an update every time they're aware of a threat. Now you got to download those updates, but they're a little dis- they're they're not really. Um, shouting from the mountaintop that there's an update that needs to be done there's a little circle 
with an arrow at the top of it that tells you you need to do a update of the Chromebook that you have. And okay. so when I open up my Chromebook, I look down in that tray at the bottom and see if that update icon is there. It takes a Chromebook usually about 20 seconds to update and reload so you're back to what you wanted to do. Now, as far as storing passwords, I would not store passwords for any of the financial institutions you go to on a Chromebook. Oh, okay. Because if, uh, I'll give you an example. I travel all the time, and I don't know if you know how flaky I am, Wyatt. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I would disagree with that. Oh, I'm <laughs> really flaky. Extremely. So, as an example, um, I could without fail probably at some point leave mm. my laptop on an airplane mm. so you know if i'm storing passwords then there's a risk now i don't take my financial chromebook with me right but i don't like the idea of storing the usernames and passwords on it for the financial sites credit cards i don't recommend putting credit cards on your chromebook necessarily because those are spending accounts and a credit card the protections for you are so strong that it doesn't really matter that much if someone were to compromise your main computer i just want it for you know bank brokerage bill pay is the principal things that you use a chromebook for and that's what I'm beginning to. I'm following your instructions on the sandbox, and I'm doing that. And 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 of course, I'm just getting started. So, but it, but I like I like the peace of mind that it gives me. Yeah, wonderful. And what? How much was your Chromebook? Oh, it was only ninety nine dollars. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Chromebooks. If you're not familiar, they're the uh, dominant laptop now in the marketplace. It's demolished the Windows marketplace, and the MacBook marketplace because Chromebooks are not uh, vulnerable to viruses like MacBooks and Windows computers are. And they're ultra cheap. They go on the Internet in about four seconds. And so they are, they are a great substitute. They've taken over the school market all over the country and now in Western Europe because if a school has their students using Windows computers or MacBooks. It requires some expertise on hand at the school or hiring an outside firm to handle those computers where the Chromebook, you just hand them out to the kids and you're done. They are just a a very simple solution to a lot of problems. And I have a briefing on Clark.com that walks you through how you set up your financial Chromebook and what you should use it for. Kelly is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, Kelly. You have a question that is very confusing to answer, so I'll do it as clearly as I can. (laughs) Okay. Um, I recently went to freeze my credit. Um, I had a 190-day fraud alert on my account already because I had gotten some information stolen. Um, and then I went to go freeze it, and I noticed that they also had a seven-year fraud alert 
on there, but then they also received an email saying that this credit monitoring membership thing is also available um, where you can lock and unlock your credit file with a push of a button by yourself, and you have fraud resolution agents and all this other stuff, 30-day trial. I'd never heard of it. How much do they want to charge you for that? I was going to check into that by hitting the button for the 30-day trial, um, and I don't have an... um, said it. I almost have. I don't have an account set up with this particular credit monitoring um, file bureau. I have. I I had done the fraud alert by phone, um, and then was going to do the freeze online. I have a police report and everything, so I could get it free freeze. But, you definitely um, do the credit freeze, especially because you can do it free. Mm-hmm. The law is much more protective of you doing a credit freeze than doing one of these. Um, credit locks mm-hmm. in addition the credit locks if the credit bureau has an oops you have no rights with them they force you into a kangaroo court arbitration uh-huh. and so they face essentially zero liability for being careless at the credit bureau so okay. for that reason credit freeze especially in your case not even close since since there's no cost issue Mm-hmm. Credit freeze is vastly superior. Okay. Yeah, in the fine print that I did see in the email, and it was from the credit bureau itself, it wasn't um, a fraudulent thing. It They called it identity theft insurance. Ooh. So they're <laughs> selling you something that has a monthly or annual fee. You don't want to do anything like that. Yeah. Okay. And the credit freeze process, the only thing I want to make sure that of everything you do over the next several years, never, ever, ever lose your code for your credit freeze. Okay. Because if you lose that code, what a pain it is. What the code does, and it's a unique code that you'll be issued, Kelly, by each of the three bureaus, Mm -hmm. is it's what allows you, when you do need to apply for credit or you're applying for auto insurance with a new company or anything like that, or deciding you're going to go with some pay TV service, it allows you to temporarily thaw. Mm-hmm. And because you are someone who's an identity theft victim, the freeze is free, the thaws will be free. And with that code, it takes 15 seconds typically to thaw your credit. Oh. You okay. lose the code, and you're weeks away from being able to get back control of your credit, freeze, and thaw. Okay. I didn't know it was that quick to thaw. I thought it took time and you had to pay for it again or whatever. Generally, if you were able to freeze for free, you're able to thaw for free. Okay. There can be an exception because those are governed by state laws. Mm -hmm. But usually, if it's free to freeze, it's free to thaw. Okay. I do want to make one comment. I know in the past you've mentioned how the police don't take identity theft as a top priority and it could be weeks before you know getting some reports or whatever but um in the town i live in they were they came out at two in the morning and um about 15 minutes after i called them and actually put up the report and everything and i showed them the email and um they took it very seriously so i was very thankful for that well you know when something like that happens i want you to name your police department that did such a good job Agawam Police Department in Massachusetts. Well, best to you, and it sounds like you really got your arms around the identity theft 
and you're dealing with it as you should. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Thomas is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Thomas. How are you doing? Okay, Clark. Yeah, I had a question regarding these uh, balance transfers. I've been getting these things in the mail to transfer, you know, credit card debt. And they say it's 0% from now until June of 2019 with zero fees. I was just wondering, is that something that you, you're familiar with? or? Yeah, and that's completely legit. A lot of credit card companies try to poach customers from one credit card to another. And they're hoping for two things. One is that if you take them up on the 0% balance transfer, that when June comes that you'll still have a balance and then they'll start charging you somewhere probably 17, 18% interest for the unpaid balance. So it really works if you can get the balance paid off by June. And you said, that's what you said, June, right? 18.49%. 18. 19. 19. So I was was more generous to them than I should have been, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) So, yeah. do you think you could get the balance wiped out by June? I, I think so. Yeah, I only have about about thirty five hundred on about four different cards total. So, yeah, so that would potentially work great for you. Now, one thing with this, they want you to use the card also while you're paying off the balance. If you choose oh, sure. to use this card in the future, fine, but do not use it while you're paying off this balance. Right. Because of the way right. they calculate how payments are applied and interest is calculated and all the rest. Right, right. Gotcha. But, but the uh, idea great. of doing uh, the balance... Tra- well, wait, I got one more thing to tell you. Oh, sure. The idea yeah. of doing this balance transfer can work perfectly, but don't close those four accounts that you're going to balance transfer from. Right. Keep them open. Yeah. And okay. the reason is, is if you close those accounts you'll really eat up your credit score. Right, right. And will they allow you to balance transfer from four different cards and do the 0%? Because the offer may only allow a balance transfer from a single card, a single transaction, into the new account. You wouldn't want to do balance transfer checks from four different ones if they're only permitting that from one. But as long as you can get it done by June of next year, you got a deal. And Joel, I think we have time for an Ask Clark. Yeah, Clark. Kim wrote in and said, I received a call from people saying to pay money for the to the IRS or be locked up and they'd seize my property. But I don't owe the IRS. What can be done about these phone calls? Well, you just did it. You're giving me an opportunity to warn people again about this scam where people impersonate IRS agents or bill collectors, debt collectors, and say, pay or else right now or you're going to jail. It is 100% a scam. Unfortunately, it's been working very well for criminals because people fear the IRS and jail and just hang up on anybody who calls with something like that. 
You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. I want you to know that I appreciate so much that you've just tuned into our podcast, that you had faith in the information and advice you get. You want more information from us? One of the best ways to get Clark Smart is with our free newsletters, Clark Daily, Clark Deals, and Travel Escape. Sign up now. You'll be able to unsubscribe at any time if you think I'm wasting your time. Go to Clark.com newsletters.